You're listening to Response Team Omnicron, Episode 1, Part 2, Print on Site. Uh, these pair of individuals look about to be like their mid-30s, kind of hurrying across after you guys. Um, and right as they break past the midway point and, and finish growing across the other side, you hear the crack followed by the whizzing of a high-powered round going straight down. And it, you hear it dig into the mud for ricocheting up and then impacting into the building behind you. Um, it does not hit anybody, but it is definitely present. Um, Bravo just kind of keeps leading you guys onward. Could could we perhaps help you with your... Um, I mean, this doesn't seem like any way to live. Well, we've made do. It's uh, it's not been too long that they've set up shop there, so... Um, and probably with your help, we'll be able to take care of it. Um, Bravo kind of motions off kind of like gesturing towards up in front of you a, a more secure looking uh, group of buildings, including what looks to be a very obvious tower that holds like the Omninet uh, like mainframe out, like the Omninode tower. Um, and she kind of gestures towards and goes, because I mean like it's kind of what we're here for, right? What you're here for. So, I mean, yes, we love that. <laughs> she kind of chuckles a little nervously and then goes, but uh, yeah, this is the governor's farm up ahead. Um, gestures towards the, the gated around kind of, it's fenced and gated. Uh, it's a smaller uh, section of buildings, has the Omninode tower. Um, as well as what looks to be a few other buildings. One looks like a very secure kind of almost armory structure uh, based on what you guys know of uh, landmark colonials, where they like to make their prefabs. It looks like that at least. Um, and the gate opens for you all. Um, There are uh, will look to be a few subalterns as you guys break through the gates that are kind of walking around. Um, they have no real markings outside of the the flag logo of Landmark Colonial, um, and they have the f- very faded yellow and blue of Landmark's library. Um, but it's it's very dull by comparison to like the vibrant colors that Megan wears of the same kind of colors. Um, oh, I hope they've got some coffee inside. After that landing, I could really use a, use a drink. Fair enough. How do you take your coffee? Uh, just, I like it black with a little bit of cream. I don't need sugar. I'm sweet enough, you know. <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised to hear you say you take cream. I, I would have pegged you for someone who takes it um, black as night and blacker still if you can make it. You know, I was the life and soul of the party through training. Uh, the 
the test core really really thought I was quite the zinger. Hmm. I, I can see what they saw, yes. You see Brother kind of speak with looks to be like a, a civilian member, um, aging. He looks to be kind of in his mid-60s. Um, white hair kind of shaped into a crown, almost. Um, and he is very much the uh, individual that looks like he spent all of his life outdoors. Um he kind of looks over at you all after looking at talking with Brava for a moment and in kind of like a softer tone and then kind of walks up to all of you and goes, well, pleasure to meet you all. I am uh, Caster Fielding, your chief engineer here at this Harsinia. So if you need something fixed that requires an engineer's work instead of just a usual mech patch up, if I'm either here or down at the reactors, kind of jerks his head behind himself in the direction where um, you guys recall as part of your lim- your briefing from Nanmar Colonial, uh, in addition to the main compound of Evergreen and the main complex or main city of Evergreen clo- Colony of Evergreen, words, the main city of Ener- Evergreen. There's also a reactor site where all the it's, the energy is powered from. Um, it has been kind of fabricated from the uh, reactors that powered the ship that brought them here originally. Um, and has been turned into a power plant of sorts. Um, in theory, the nuclear power generated there could last millions of years, um, but essentially with the day-to-day kind of functioning, that is something that they, they that he maintains. Um, I would say he was definitely also, probably was probably one of the individuals in the report handed to you all. And he goes, well, um, I'm heading down to the uh, bottom of the well, our one tavern here, which is where we unfortunately only have room for you guys at the moment. Um, so once you guys have met with Patience and uh, Edna, then you guys are free probably to go make yourselves at home. We'll start working on your mechs uh, once you guys send prints to the scheduler, and then we will uh, get you guys suited up. Sounds like sooner the better. Agreed. He kind of takes his leave, um, and Bravo kind of looks and goes, Right, uh, well, I guess we will see. Um, let's go talk to uh, Patience. And she leads you into what looks to be a the kind of centerpiece building of this, uh, of this inner kind of fenced-in area. It's a smaller, it's not the biggest building here, but it seems to be centered around it. Um, it is a single story, and as you kind of enter in, there's a few rooms, um, but it's kind of like a main secretary area, like a lobby area almost. And then behind it uh, is what looks to be a set of doors that are automatic, um, that open as soon as you guys come in, and you guys are met with a, a younger woman um, who has uh, dark hair and wears a kind of almost kind of light gray robes. Um, she, uh, she kind of looks over and goes, ah, well, glad to see our CRT is here. I'm sorry about the entry. 
Um, but patients will see you just to get you guys put into the database as well as get yourself familiar a little bit with them. And then we will get you to your uh, your living quarters. So These places always smell the same. I don't know if you've been to many of them, uh, but it's always have, sterile and, and somehow artificially floral at the same time. It smells um, professional. I like it. I want it as an aftershave. Uh, Edna kind of chuckles a little bit at that and goes, I've unfortunately not had the pleasure of going to more places that Landmark Colonial owns. Uh, I've lived here my whole life, so. Um, but maybe one day it'd be neat to go see stuff, another place, if life permits it. So, um, and then she kind of gestures for you all to follow her. She leads you into a uh, another room that looks like an office. Uh, and it looks like you kind of have like the, the traditional desk you have like off on one of the walls and kind of like set into like a like almost like storage cabinet, but also has kind of like a, another shelf there. There's like a bottle of what looks to be kind of some kind of amber liquid with a few glasses all nice and lined up in two rows. Um you have a uh, across the room on the other wall. You have a nice big screen and monitor. Um, there's a little trash can kind of next to that desk, as well as a lamp over it um, that is kind of like attached to one side of the desk. Uh, in addition, you kind of see um, they are presenting themselves through a hollow, but they you see what looks to be the physical manifestation of NHP patients, the administrative NHP of uh, Arsenia. And they kind of turn as these you all come in and goes, well, good to see you here. Come, please, make yourselves at home. And there's a, a litany of chairs there. Some are, there's like two really nice chairs and there's, it looks like a handful of more that have been brought in, probably from either Edna or a militia member, who knows. Um, but they go, well, um, pleasure to meet you all. I am NHP patients, obviously. And you all are CRT Omnicron, correct? Correct. I, I had thought right. it was Omicron. Record states Omnicron. Uh, I've been saying Omicron this whole time. What makes sense? Why would we? I mean, you know, that it, it puts a puts a damper on my joke that you know we're the new guys. I'm happy you had a shtick planned out, though. No, that's fine, Balthazar. Just you were ready, <laughs> ready with material. That is always good to have. But yeah, no, this I'm is trying to make it entertaining for the viewers back home, and I gesture at exactly the, at the drone. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate your contributions. Yep. So turn to Meg before I start like talking more. What's the the shooting down and the thing? This is where we get briefed, right, and get the show on the road, right? Generally, yes. This is where we get the show on the road. 
Um, Megan kind of turns and looks between Care, who is still struggling with the one leg, um, and Travis, who has been, uh, who I would say, who did not follow you guys in, but was taken instead to a medical center um, that is in the governor's farm. Um, she goes, I mean, but to be fair, we're already working at what looks to be half capacity at best, or 60% capacity. I give us a hard 75. I think we're due at least 75. I'm glad you think yourself so highly. No, I just think we'll work well as a team. I think this is a little surprise with our teamwork. I look forward to experiencing it. But for the time being, I think we should get settled in, get a lay of the land, get uh, see what reports NHP and Ed Patients has to offer us. Um, and then we will go about our assignments from there. Let's see if we can't get Travis patched up and back in the field. Um, How have things been here? You, you're our eyes on the ground. You know, we didn't know there was a sniper around. Um, apparently they've... That is a... NHP patient kind of turns and looks um, and goes, that is a, a new development. Newer... Uh, we haven't been able to get a formal report put together, but uh, past couple of days they've uh, they've put it up over the uh, the northern side of town. So and the general tenor of life in this um, township city. It's not bad, as you can very well tell we are on the eastern edge of a river we have the important brains of the colony here in the governor's farm um what else it's just stressful given recent events we'll dive into further detail including this sniper problem here in a bit but uh one of the reasons that your entire cruiser could not land is we have a flooding in our landing bowl for larger ships. We have a litany of potential problems moving forward. Um, the attacks, as you know, kind of began almost two years ago, um, originating at a homestead. And they've kind of kept progressing from there and getting... Uh, they were in a minute at first, as, I, as all of our reports have stated but they have begun to increase in frequency and uh, depth, as you guys know about felt, from the uh, welcoming party. So, life outside of the pressure of these raiders is uh, nominal, for lack of a better term. Nominal really, uh, really sings on the landmark pamphlets. We'll make sure to put nominal and uh, meets expectations and um, within recommended parameters. I'm sure the marketing team will punch it up. I mean, I'm sure they will. I mean, within recommended parameters is actually a fairly good sign. Have you seen some of the colonies out there? Yeah, you definitely have a point. 
I'll take nominal right now. At least for a little while. I also speak from an administrative point of view, considering our uh, 100-year growth plan that we are about halfway through. We still have halfway to go. So, um, is there any questions you have about um, updates that I can give you based on our recent events that we have not put together in a, uh, a report back up to the landmark colonial chain? Any new intel on who these could be? These raiders, as you call them? The militia have begun spouting ghost stories. I don't believe them, but depending on who you ask, they will tell you that they might be egregorians. And I cannot deny that the race might have survived. Um, the evidence does not track for it, though. Egregorians. Hey, hey, Egregor, I'm sorry. Uh, Egregorian. It is the race that once inhabited this planet long ago, uh, thought to be, well, lost to time as to what, what happened to them. It's a old term. Um, I believe it's a cult of some kind, but uh, it is... Uh, they are creatures that have once infested this world. Uh, a large part of what uh, this theoretical uh, seccom war was millennia ago, at least depending on who you ask. Wait. Seems like a harsh way to put it. Wait. So, so you're saying that there was something else out here other than humans and NHPs? If you are to believe the gore stories that my militia sell you, that they still exist, yes. Though Union says that they no longer are here and this world is uninhabited. So. You may believe who you wish. Also, if there's some weird thing, they're, why are they using high caliber rounds? That doesn't really make any sense. Well, look, high caliber rants are universal. Yeah, but if there's some group of things that were here first, they you'd think they'd be using something else other than, you know, GMS high caliber sniper rounds. Just saying. It's a it's a fair point. Sounds like ghost stories to me. What worries me is some ghost stories have a basis in fact. Sorry. Well I'm not one for spooky tales at bedtime. Let's not rule everything out entirely. They have a sniper that has the city pinned down and they're able to shoot down our lander. What, what kind of equipment are they working with? My best guess is they've borrowed some of the old... Union equipment that was here for when SecCom was doing its thing. According to the reports my colonists have given me over the years, that both uh, there are still old Union equipment lying about. I assume some could be repurposed for whatever. 
But there's probably plenty of old things for uh, pirates or hunters or claim hunters or raiders, people looking for things to to loot or to use, could uh, borrow. Do these raiders have mech as well, or are they just ground troops? They look to possess the possess some chassis based on field reports, but I cannot tell you the extent or uh, size of such things. I don't think it is a common occurrence. Well, I don't think it's also not an uncommon occurrence. It's just not a. Uh, they have a good mix. That probably is the best way to say that. I think you've been overselling the nominal. Well, with the exception of these raids getting more frequent and problematic over the past two years, the last 48 have been quite nominal. According to statistics, we are still on track, even with these raids, to make our 100-year quota of turning this over into an organic council. What changed two years ago that might have caused these raids to increase? It stems from that uh, Egregorian theory that the militia have posed and Landmark has not denied, much to my chagrin, that it might be them, their return that has caused this uptick, uh, or the beginning of the raids and the uptick of them recently. I find it much more likely that uh, a pirate network has gotten word that there is plenty of loot here in the old Union war that happened millennia ago. That uh, is ripe for the taking, and but that is my uh, take on it. Well, it sounds like the only way we'll be able to find out for sure is to uh, get in our mechs and head out there and see for ourselves. Mm, that is very true. But based on scheduling, uh, it will take some time to finish all of your mechs. Um, and during that time, you guys can get settled in. And I will finish introducing you to what is left of the city and its administrative staff, as most are not present at the moment. And then we will uh, prep for our first mission, or my first assignment that I have, which you should already probably be able to tell what it could possibly be, but there are options. Great. Well, let's, uh, let's meet them. We'll do that probably probably tomorrow, first thing. It is mid-afternoon at this point, and additionally, we still have to make your mechs for you before we can send you out. As much as I would love to utilize your talents as Lancer pilots, I think it'd be best suited to do so from the position of which you are best utilized. Putting you out as footmen is no better than sending some of my best militia out. Fair. Uh, do you have a layout of the town? Can we get that loaded to our comms? Mm, I believe I have one that I can put in there for your comp con. Or I forgot your... Your, uh... Your, data, your slates, data pads, any place that you need it. Um, they send it over to your comp cons. Um, so you have a map now to hopefully guide you in getting around from the place to place in Evergreen. Um, 
Bottom of the well is down by our Founders Bridge on the west side of town, as we are on the east side of the river, right by the Founders Bridge. Um, and it should have everything you need. Uh, your living quarters will be there for the time being until uh, we have another place to put you, which probably won't be for a while. And then uh, that is also we have a bar there. There's plenty of uh, drinks and stuff like that, meeting spaces. A lot of our uh, faculty are sometimes found there, such as our administrative staff, as well as plenty of other individuals um, as needed. So, do we have any final questions before I put you on your way? No. Apparently, it's time to go get settled in and then wait for the printing to get finished. That's generally about it. Unless there is a. And you obviously can do with your time as you wish. I will push a morning meeting out for all of you tomorrow morning. And then we will meet the administrative staff as well as get our first assignment underway. Um, Megan, so thank you, patience. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. After we leave, I'm going to shoot a text to Megan and ask if this is like SOP because it seems real weird that like they knew we were coming. They have all these problems. They have all these raiders, but they didn't have us prepped. Uh, Megan will shoot back. Um, a message of there is a lot of infrastructure planning and scheduling that so that 3D printer is constantly uh, churning out things. Um, she'll message you that back real fast, uh, essentially stating that thing, and she'll repeat it to the group text, um, basically essentially saying, hey, this is why they don't have mechs already printed for us down here. It's not because they don't want to. It's just they have a bunch of other infrastructure and things to build to continue meeting their 100-year goal. Um, Balthazar replies with a reaction gif of Winston giving a thumbs up during a clip from from like an early early stream. Sure, totally legit. It just <laughs> it was weird to Winston. Like you wanted our help, you did all these things, but now you want us to do meet and greet and handshakes. Like we can totally do meet and greets and handshakes. That's like easy PR stunts. But I thought you wanted us maybe getting rid of the sniper on your ridge that's shooting your people. I mean, we have a whole day. We, we don't have a meeting till the morning. We have time now, yeah. And you. There's always tomorrow, Winston. Um, as you guys leave the governor's farm, Brava uh, will show you down to the bottom of the well. Um, and you all will uh, be given living quarters. Um, it is a three-story building that you guys see kind of right on the edge of the wall, kind of backed up against it. Um, it is a three-story building um, that has, looks to be like a bar, common area. Like, you know, you have a little bit of like a small corner that is dedicated to like a stage. So if there, and there's a couple of local musicians every now and then that are that will play. Um, you can see like a little like, little like slate of like, you know, if, if people are playing versus just, you know, regular music type thing. Um, and one thing you guys will all notice on your, between your trip into town and your trip out of town, uh, trip, trip through town, which is that in general. Um, can you get one person to roll me a D20? Nine. Nine. Awesome. 
um, you will see um, young children playing in the rain puddles that are forming on the streets again. Uh, you will also see kind of watching over them like uh, not quite like hawks, like hawks, but more more caringly. Um, just overworried parents. Um, and you also see that the parent to child ratio is very much skewed in the favor of more parents than children as you all make your way to the bottom of the well. You all are given living quarters and uh, each of you has, for the moment, has, has your own. Um, and you all are given free reign to do as you please until the next morning. It's about late afternoon at this point. Um, uh, I'll I'll shoot Winston a text. Hey, do you want to? If 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 you were interested in going snipe hunting, I'm game. I am not a very good snipe hunter. Not exactly in my skill set, <laughs> but. What we should do is take stock of what we did use to make sure everybody got here so that we, when we are out in the field, we're not missing certain things that could keep somebody alive. I will say that over the course of this, your stuff has been dropped off at the bottom of the wall from the dropship. What has remained and is not broken or slammed into the front of the bulkhead like one of the subalterns. Um, Flashpoint's casket is also present at the bottom of the wall. Um, but uh, patients will will say that they will likely uh, will will send you all a quick motion or a message that's saying that to bring the casket with you tomorrow morning because uh, it'll be safer in case of a raid that does come to Evergreen for some reason. Um, it'll be safer at the farm. To which NHP replies, uh, Flashpoint replies specifically to you. You all he goes babysitters, right? Maybe they'll let us stay up late and watch a watch an R-rated movie. Sounds like a riveting evening. I mean, yeah. I'm going to talk to Flashpoint about making sure we have a set-up separate secure Omni comms between all of us. That's that's what our... Mm-hmm. And Flashpoint, you, as, which, which what Flashpoint was reaching out to you on is all like secure cordon off from patients and like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go. They're not gonna be able to get to us here. Cool. I just want patients can't access. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Just thinking out loud. Never mind. I'll get back to you in a minute. Uh, Thank you, Flashpoint. Of course. I'm gonna get a drink. If anybody wants to join me, I think I I need one after today's events. Sure. I'll join you for a drink. I'll go as well. Cool. Who all is who all is 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 Balthazar and Winston joining in the Winston's actually kind of pacing and trying to figure out like what he's trying to put together, but he'll join them for probably drinks in 20 minutes after it kind of passes. He's like, um, he's being conspiratorial and he's like, fucking forget it. I'm going to go shake hands and kiss babies after about 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, 
Yes, same. I think Balthazar has like a little uh, ritual uh, now that they've landed and settled in. Um, just some like private uh, uh, setting up in the quarters and stuff, and then we'll join everyone as well. Uh, the casket and the subaltern that have survived the landing are both in your quarters for the evening. Um, the uh, subaltern, uh, you get a message from Flashpoint saying, "Yo, deal me in," uh, and then kind of you, you get the you get the idea, or it, it basically is suggested to you to allow them power on the subaltern for them, so they can hmm. join you all physically. Of course. Um, and I'll start activating the uh, subalterns, subroutines, powering them up. Welcome to Evergreen. Thank you. Well, I heard there were drinks. And then begins the walk downstairs. Before the two other pilots, as well as their uh, fun NHP attache, uh, join you all. You all sit down uh, at a table, I presume, unless you guys want to go to the bar itself. You guys find a table, a nice table in like the corner that's not being occupied by anybody. Um, you guys get a round of drinks brought out. Um, it's nothing, it's not the worst but it's also not the most, like the best. It's middling. So. Feels nice to be sat down without being strapped down. I can't imagine this one's going to end up upside down either. I hope not. Well, be careful what you say. It's, I guess we never know here. It's uh, certainly unusual surroundings we find ourselves in. Yeah, I was. What do you make of it so far? I was not expecting a sniper to be pinning the entire town down. Oh, then can I real quick get started on another drawing? This one a little bit more practical than the last one, and he's going to be cross referencing between our uh, uh, tablets or what? I forget what they're called, but anyways, tablets, slates, data pads. There's, yeah, they're, they have a bunch of common names. You can use any of them. Mm -hmm. Um, that, and he's just going to be drawing out a, a map using that, that specifically avoids places where vantage points are accessible. So it's like the safest route for avoiding being seen by a sniper. Mm -hmm. for, there is, uh, from what you can recall of the interaction you had, it is this one sniper and the really only road that they have a really good direct line of fire down is the one that you guys crossed. Mm -hmm. where the, the shot rang out and missed the individuals that were following you guys. Um, based on what you can kind of map out from where that originated, um, you know that it'd be possible for other spots to be uh, hit, but it'd be far less likely. Um, and, and that's even if they are still running in one spot. Uh, outside of that, there's not really any ones that are super close to where you would know, like, if they were using a, uh, depending on what kind of size of rifle they were using, their effective range would not be, like, good to do reliable fire from um, nearby, outside of that one hill. I, I think his worry is 
less so that it's that one sniper in that one spot and more so like any possible vantage points from anywhere in the city. Like these are routes that like stick to alleyways or stay where you can't be seen from specific places where people might be. Mm. It's it's a, the, a very tactical, like here go connects these two places and like that sort of stuff. Gotcha. Aww. Yeah. You can certainly do that. Uh, you would, would, you that would, I would say you would create role. I don't think you need to make one. Okay. Um, so he'll just sketch up like the very basics, like you said, following that. I know there's probably not a whole lot that needs to be marked down because of that, but just that relevant stuff. And you'll just be sketching it on his, uh, paper and then he'll scan it in and send it into the group chat. Just be like, in case you want to do any, and then in quotations, it says exploring. Um, it just goes to like the buildings that are, important enough to be marked on the map basically otherwise he's kind of just keeping to himself drinking in silence not leaning against a wall currently because there's chairs so if they're all sitting around drinking and, like times pass and he's done being conspiratorial is there somebody already playing in the bar tonight or is it just random music hmm. roll me a d20 make this a roll Two. I would say nobody's playing tonight. Then it's just general music being played over some speakers. Is it is is it the equivalent of like a piano, a harpsichord? What do, what do they have? Uh, they have like a mix of like, uh, like piano, guitar. It looks like sounds like recordings almost from the people or stuff like that. Uh, it's it kind of transitions between instruments. Um, very mm-hmm. much played in like uh no i meant what do they have like physically there in the bar to play oh sorry sorry what they physically at the bar there to play uh they have what looks to be like a piano actually there mm-hmm. um there's looks to be like a microphone mm-hmm. um and i think probably uh we could say there's like a guitar behind the bar sure. that you can see from where you are um that looks pretty well used so uh he'll he'll like go to the bar and like order a drink and like kind of warm up mm-hmm. some and then he'll ask if he minds if they play if they mind if he plays the piano no go ahead we uh, didn't have anybody planned for tonight cool so basically he'll go and like kind of to blow off steam he'll start playing and he'll go into like a rend- like a rendition of like the house of the rising sun equivalent for you know lancer and very much ad lib it to be about here like he very much knows how to add like like way down in evergreen like it's very much that like that's what he plays and he continues to play very similar like not full folk songs but songs very similar to that where he can ad lib in the town they're in and try to see if that raises the spirits of the people in the bar makes them more amenable to their presence like that type of thing if you want me to make a roll I totally will um I would say if you want to make one more roll you can um (laughs) I will say that you can use charm your skill trigger to um, charm and my profession I assume at that point in time for mm-hmm. sure I'd say both are applicable sweet apparently I will fail and only roll a nine so a nine yep. it's it's not a bad song it's just it's not one that really seems to resonate with any of the people of evergreen oh. um, which totally think, happens mm-hmm. uh, and Balthazar, you and uh, Flashpoint's a subaltern head down as this song is, I think, wrapping up. Um, 
and you will you will hear Flashpoint just kind of awkwardly put the hands together in a clunking motion. Um, the subaltern, and then it kind of lowers and back down and finishes walking across to uh, where the table is, where Olivia, um, Skipper, and Tyler are. I think uh, while the music's being played, Olivia, you would have noticed that Ty's leg sort of moves with the beat of the tune. He doesn't seem to be sort of... It's not that he's not enjoying the song, but it's almost like a subconscious rhythm being maintained, almost like a self-calming mantra in time with the music as you're sat there the well one person drawing and, and and we converse Tyler you know if you want to you can probably dance I don't think anyone's going to say anything uh, not danced in a while thanks though I'm good here with, with the drink huh the subaltern will kind of sit down around the uh, the table with everyone. And kind of go. Well, not the worst way to land. I feel like it's pretty far up there, though. Like it's it's pretty close to the worst way. Solid second, maybe. Anyone you can walk away from, right? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Well, Kira was walking after that. Our pilot definitely wasn't. Hmm. Well, let's have a drink. Finish up and join the table. What are we drinking to? Fallen friends. Sure. Pilot, did anybody get his name? Nope, didn't. Uh, Don't think I met him even. Flashpoint. What's Megan? what was his name? <laughs> See, if I told you now, this would ruin the bit that none of you cared enough to know his name. He actually was never introduced to us. He was already on the pilot. To our pilot. <laughs> <laughs> but to also make this even better, I never bothered to get a roster from the Myriad, so I don't know his name either. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, but look at it this way: this is an opportunity for us all to learn. Life and survival and success in space often depends upon the actions of countless others whom we'll never meet or never even know. The fact that any of us here at all is the fact that any of us is here at all is miraculous, and we owe our lives, our prosperity, and our fortunes, such as they are, to people that we'll never meet. And that don't even know we exist. Wow, that's deep. I'm not really sure if that's uplifting or bleak. I'm going with bleak. Either way, have you tried streaming before? I feel like people would sit and listen to you like they do Winston. Skip will like kind of pause at the whole like existential talk, and then we'll pick up his drink and drink. <laughs> Afterwards, and then go back to drawing. Skip has the right idea. Salute. Uh, to Goose. Let's call him Goose. I don't know. Let's give him, give him, give the pilot a name. Sure. I don't know what a goose is, but that sounds like a thing. Nice.
to goose. Take a swig. Goose. Uh, mm -hmm. And the evening kind of draws on um, into the night. You all settle in, unpack some of your things. Um, Megan uh, did not come back with you guys to the bottom of the well. Uh, she instead went checking on Care and Travis. Um, Brava kind of stops in as you guys are wrapping up your evening, or at least your time sitting around the table to toast to the, your your fallen pilot. Um, Shannon goes, if any of you wanted to go check in on uh, Travis or Care, you may be, you can go always head back to the medical building as well. Um, yeah, I was thinking I need to do that. So, uh, I've got to go on patrol, so I will not be able to join you all, but uh, you know the way. I don't know if I should go with you to check on Gary. He doesn't like me very much. I feel like you'll have a better time without me, Olivia. But I can say hi to Travis yeah. if he's conscious. Better you could stay here. Neither or. Eh, up to you. There is a sniper. I'll go with you. There's always... Yeah, well, Bella's I'll go with you, then you should... I mean, he's my brother. I, I won't hear the end of it if I don't go. Stay out of trouble. Eh, I'll probably just play piano most of the night. It'll, like, go and find another song that's folky or the protective blue nature and try again. See if you can get the people of Evergreen to uh, uplift a little more. Sorry, Bathazar. I can make another roll if you want. You, you certainly can. You certainly can if you wish to. Sorry, Bathazar. What were you saying? No, oh, just that he's my brother. I won't hear the end of it if I don't go. Good point. Uh, Flashpoint, I'll keep you company. While Winston plays. 16? Yep, this time it's 16. Awesome. This As you as you start to get a feel for uh, Evergreen's residents, as well as more of them showing up, uh, you do settle into a group where you find uh, music that they seem to kind of lean more towards, and you play from a repertoire of uh, songs that you can mostly recall, or at least ad-lib enough of. Um, and they appreciate the, the music that is not all from their own uh, library or banks, but stuff that is also from other worlds um, and other cultures that they have yet to experience fully. So, um, Olivia and Balthazar are all both going as Skipper. Um, Tyler, did you say you were staying as well uh, at the bottom of the wall? Or? Uh, Tyler will stay at the bottom of the wall with uh, Winston Flashpoint. Gotcha. Oh yeah, uh, this cycle Flashpoint's been learning poker, so if you uh, know the game or have any tips. I've been told I have a poker face. I'm not sure if that was a compliment or not. You two will get along quite well. I mean, it's uh, not a bad face to have. I mean, especially if you're in a situation where it requires no, uh, no facial like movement, um, or you need to lie about something, it's pretty convincing to have a poker face. Uh, Flashpoint kind of then will proceed to rattle on about how it's important to poker to have a poker face um, as Flashpoint does so. <laughs> there is that classical song about it from thousands of years ago. <laughs> no wind to hold on, no wind to run. <laughs> no wind to walk away. 
know when to run. Um, Skipper, are you staying or are you uh, going with the individuals to check in on care? I'll be staying, and as the music gets slightly better, he'll probably start drawing at a faster pace going with the music. Hmm. Gotcha. Um, and then I think we will kind of transfer the scene, cutting into when both uh, Olivia and Balthazar are checking in on Care and Travis. Uh, medical doctors who are aided by some subalterns, as well as uh, other assistant personnel um we'll tell you that travis is still not awake yet um he is stabilized even more so uh both between the correctors and stuff like that but he is not up and up and going just yet um based on the fact that he took a fall out of the out of his harness is probably part of why he is not awoken um but hopefully with some just some more time he will likely be alive again um and then uh, Care seems to be doing okay, but he's still struggling with that one leg. Um, and you all kind of, as you both head into his, his room where he is kind of laid up for a bit, um, he looks over and goes, oh, well, at least glad to see that you all uh, showed up. Oh, well, we're going to let you sit here alone. Well, I mean, Megan was here for most of the time before she went off to do something. I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, I think it had to do with uh, patience and then the uh, the myriad up, up in space. Um, well, she does like to stay busy, doesn't she? Well, I mean, the downside of being uh, top of the chain is you have to deal with all the problems of being at the top of the chain. So, yeah. <laughs> Talkative as ever. You're looking well. As much as I can be, I still am. And you see him kind of, he goes to like bend his knee on the one like that is he's been having trouble with all, all day at this point. Um, and it, it only goes like a little bit past like, uh, like it's starting to bend and then it doesn't go further. Um, he goes, still, still struggling with this. Well, let's uh, take your mind off it for a little bit. How did the two of you know each other? Us. Um, we're from the same world, uh, originally. After. Met... Go ahead. Go ahead. So after I left, uh, when we both headed off world. Balthazar, I uh, spent some time at a lovely neon-lit planet for the rest of my schooling years, and that's why I ran into Olivia, as well as Winston. Oh, oh, oh. He's not a big fan of Winston. No, but, well, since we're talking about backstories, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Winston. It's not my, uh, it's the, uh, frustration of somebody who is there, but, and then does something that you also are trying to do that doesn't, and then 
they're obviously the more successful one. And so, between that and uh, my sister, that was a, yeah. I mean, we all ended up at the same place in the end, so. It's very true. You know who was more successful. Well, I don't have, uh, was it uh, 1.5? You would know better than I would. Uh, we're actually at 1.7 at this point. Uh, a lot of people seem interested in the uh, the Lancer pilot idea. I was skeptical, but uh seems to be... You're skeptical about anything, though, if I remember correctly. Oh. You're skeptical of the whole thing from the start, so... That is not untrue. Um, it's not where I thought I would be. Where'd you think you'd be? I don't know. Originally, a mechanic like Dad. Fixing up vehicles on planet. I, I don't know. Then I got wrapped up in managing Winston and now we're here getting shot at. Literally shot out of the sky. Um, so I don't know. It's a bit odd. Life does take some strange turns, huh? How is your sister? Well, she's a, she's not really around anymore. I don't know where she went, but I assume she'll hear from her if she ever gets off ice from wherever she's going. But I guess she just up and left one day. Headed, headed out somewhere. My family didn't ever hear from her. Left because of Winston? No. Not because of Winston. I think it was something else. But she... She left to go pursue some something. They had a big argument the night before, and then she just disappeared. I'm sorry, how how long has she been missing? Well, five months, six months, a few months before he went on ice, and I saw her anything. Now that we've gotten off ice, and yeah time they were traveling so well, that's, that's still well within the means of a trip on ice so I, I don't think it's anything to worry about yet well my, my worry is more that she is okay not that she is dead that's a different type of worry but I'll cross that bridge if we get past the year mark but I tell you what we uh we had a toast while uh, you were sitting here because you can't go anywhere. Uh, why not join us? 
and a toast. Mm-hmm. Do you guys bring drinks? I always have a flask. Just don't let the nurses see. I'm pretty sure they would not appreciate that. But Hang on, I'll get us some of those little pill cups. Um, and I'm going to wander out of the room and look for those. You could definitely, you could, like, there's some, like, on, like, a tray oh, somewhere. You don't have to, they're easy to find. I have a skill for that, but... I'm not going to make you roll a skill for that. It's it's not like it's hard to find. They're everywhere. It's literally what I do. So, so I'll come back with a, couple, a few of those. You're very resourceful. It's not a shot glass, but it'll work. Shot glass is too good for this stuff. That makes me a bit worried. Hey, look, you've been through cryo. It's basically the same kind of stuff, just distilled differently. Yeah, less chatter, more pouring. Two journeys. And surviving them. He will raise his glass with the, the two of you. Um, kind of thunk it against each before. But as you all sit around and drink, you kind of pull back from the the, the medicine, the, the medical center, excuse me, um, and get a nice overview of Evergreen and the kind of the nighttime. There are lights uh, kind of lit up all around it. Um, we kind of close up. You hear the, the piano playing from Winston um, and kind of the, the, the laughs and the... Uh, Ambience of uh, the this the city, the colony of Evergreen. Thank you for listening to Response Team Omnicron. Our cast this evening has been Adam Powell, Anna Woten, First Strike, J.R. Zambrano, Paul Marchant, and Shane Marie. You can find links to each of their social media handles in the podcast description. This podcast is story told, edited, and produced by Fenichini. Additional content creation and consulting by Anna Woten. Produced with Squadcast and Adobe Edition, with additional sound effects and music from Epidemic Sounds. Once again, thank you for listening, and keep your eyes on the Omninet for the next episode.